0: Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe.
1: What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez, and joining us on the show today is a very special guest. It is the one and only Shane with Northern Illinois Combat Club and Fitness. Shane, what is going on, man? How are you doing today? Happy Wednesday. Doing great.
2: Doing good. It's getting a little cold outside though. A little too cold for my liking, but doing Same good. Here.
1: Same here. I'm in Florida and it's pretty damn All chilly, I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but let's dive right into this thing, man. I think we're about ready to dive into the nitty gritty here of what you have going on. But uh, first, let's give the viewers some perspective if we can. So um, if you could here, Shane, i like to ask first, how many members are you serving currently?
2: I think we're around 250 total.
1: Okay. 250. And so for you guys, I know you guys are being more of a combat club. Um, What's been the best method to get people interested and through the door?
2: Word of mouth. Um, I don't really, I I haven't really done a lot of advertising. I can't say that I have, you know, I've thrown some stuff up on Facebook. We do a little special here and there stuff. But I mean, a lot of it is just, we advertise through our fighters achievements. Um, We'll, you know, we'll put up, we'll put up the results of a fight or a fight that's coming up, but we've never really put up advertisements. So it's been word of mouth, uh, you know, we're, okay. we're big quality.
1: Yeah. As, and as that's fine. I think um, word of mouth is definitely a direct correlation of how good you are, what you do. Right. I mean, if you're good at your fulfillment, people will talk well about you guys. I think, I think that's so. inevitable. Um, and so I'm curious. I mean you're at 250. That's that's a lot of people, but like how much higher could you actually go if like you got any more leads? I mean, say it was hypothetically unlimited. I mean, how much higher
2: could you really I go? I think with my gym space because everybody's not active. I think with the combat business, it's it goes in cycles. So, if you know, if we have a guy coming up, everybody gets excited. His training partners come in, he comes in, you know, and stuff and it goes. And then after kind of fight time, competition time or whatever they take a little bit off so it kind of comes to cycles so we never have a full gym of 250 people we got people that come in you know they get excited they kind of step back or you you know you know the typical january 1st stuff um so but i think we could we could be capable of handling 500 i think if it stayed cycle like that i think that we can actually do 500 maybe six
1: Um, yeah wow so almost double essentially i think so yeah,
2: not all at once for sure, but
1: of oh, course, yeah. that would be I mean, that a, yeah,
2: that'd be a <laughs> rough day. I, I
1: like think so. <laughs> yeah, and um, I mean, what do you feel like to double that? Right, I mean, what would it take for you guys to get there? Do you think it's adding more classes? Do you think it's getting more people through the door? Do you think what what do you think is that missing puzzle or piece I of think the
2: puzzle? It's advertising. Um, I've gone out. You know, it's it's weird. In this community, we're known, you know, people are like, oh, I've heard of you, you know, and they're from a different state or they're with a, you know, with another gym or combat organization. But like people in our own town, they're like, what? That place is there? I didn't even realize that was there. I didn't even know we had that. Wow. So I think advertising would probably be the biggest thing, just kind of getting down mainstream within our community. And I literally think that, you know, if people were to kind of brush up on their knowledge of what martial arts and training could do for their teenagers or their kids, or their wives or whatever, you know, just the self-empowerment and uh, real self-confidence it can give you. I think it would really, we'd really hit mainstream around here. Yeah. Go. Um, I know a lot of the corporate gyms do well around here, but we just, we just don't, we don't advertise on that level and do anything.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I'll be the first person to say this. I mean, I think you are a fitness professional, not a marketing professional. So I don't think you're supposed to really know or, Right. I mean, not <laughs> yes. really. Like I guess I don't want to. but that. <laughs> But, you know, it, it's hard to like, come in and and understand like, hey, you have to be the sales pro. You have to be the marketing pro because that's not why you joined this business force, not why you started it. So, um, but I appreciate the transparency. And um, I, I, I want to throw two more questions at you here. My two favorite questions, you know, what's the bigger picture for you long term? Let's say like five, 10 years down the road. What are you trying to accomplish?
2: So obviously everybody would probably like to make a little more money. I think that would be good. Um, I'm going to be 51 next month and I'm looking towards the end of my actual physicality, you know, on the mats with the guys and doing stuff, maybe being more into the management, just kind of, you know, uh, being consultant and, do, and doing things of those nature. So I would like the gym to be set up maybe probably with a little more consistent membership, uh, a little higher number, making more money, but I'm not going to do it at the expense of quality. So if it grows slow, it grows slow. Um, you know, I was, I was not the smartest young man when I was going I didn't really set up my retirement very good and stuff, you know, so this is, but this is something I can't do, you know, throughout the end of my life and stuff. I can always kind of stay in this business. So my, my goal in the next five to 10 years is to keep the quality up, maybe, you know, uh, develop some little more knowledge in our programs. Um, yeah. Increase the membership, you know, and kind of get the gym where it's actually kind of almost the, the, the system runs by itself. Like, you know, this is how we do things and everything. And if I have enough good people, they can pass on the knowledge too. It's not like one guy sits atop the gym, you know, I know everything. Oh, you know, you know, you got to run through me. Um, you know, we're, we're a shared work club and our knowledge is shared. So I think, you know, the more knowledgeable people we get in and keeping quality up, I, I think, I think our, our formula for success is there and it's going to stay. So that's, yeah, that's the plan.
1: I love the response. I love that. I think that's an amazing answer. And I think it's so true. I think obviously, you know, the direction you want to go in better than anybody else, right? And it's like, all right, how can I get there? All right, It's like, what it's going to take to get there. So I appreciate you sharing that. And then now I want to ask this question to kind of go back in time here. So if you could go back in time to when you first started the facility, sit yourself down with the knowledge you have now and give yourself that one piece of advice you think you really needed to hear when you first started, what would that advice be for you?
2: Uh, keep better records. Um, you know, um, maybe tracking a little bit better with members for retention. It would have been something that I would have been like, hey, but also that I, w- I was a professional fighter. I kickboxed and done MMA and kind of was like, I understand the needing the break and stepping away. So I never really got in anybody's butt about like, oh, you know, I need to get back in here. You need to do this. No, take your time, get your head right, do your thing. I know you'll be back. Um, I think once you enter into this 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 type of uh, environment, I think it's a lifelong endeavor. But yeah, there's breaks involved, so I think I would have just maybe did a little bit more um, organization, and uh, you know, and tracking and stuff of that nature. Maybe a little more advertising. Maybe a little bit more. But uh, you know, I'm I'm happy with the results. There's not a lot that I would have changed um you know what other by design or by accident stuff i think we're doing pretty good for nine years um i'm happy i'm happy and i think everybody else is too and you know it's not about having a million members it's about having good members so i'm good
1: yeah well yeah. there we go shane it's a good place to wrap things up on this episode but before we sign out i mean please if you have any social media facebook website please let the people know where can they find out more about you and the gym
2: um, you can get on Northern Illinois Combat Club and Fitness for uh, Facebook. You find us there. And then my own personal Facebook, S-H-A-Y-N-E A-D-A-M-S. Um, Shane Adams and Facebook. And then our IG is hold on one second. Yes, you think that I you? No, <laughs> not big in advertisements. So I don't plug this stuff all the time. But um, there we go. Let me switch this over really fast. It's Northern IL Combat Club. Northern Ill Combat Club. So where are we at? Where's my camera? Okay. Oh, there we geez. go. Backwards. Northern Illinois Combat Club, and that's backwards. <laughs> but that's our IG as well. It's all good. We'll turn it around. <laughs> okay. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, no problem, Shane. Like We absolutely appreciate your time and contribution in the podcast, and I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. If you don't mind sticking around for two more seconds, I just want to let you know how I can get the podcast. I'd really appreciate it. I'm just going to go ahead and sign everybody else out of here, okay? Sure thing. Thank you. Awesome. Yep. And to everybody else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you want to come and join us to talk about your fitness business, click the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out.
0: Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode.
3: Everyone, Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show are Mark and Zane from CrossFit Future out of Blacklick, Lake, Ohio. Welcome to the show. How are you guys?
4: Doing great. Thank you.
3: Excited to have you here to learn more about your CrossFit facility, which is my absolute favorite to discuss um before we dive into the business side of things give me a little bit of background what was it ultimately that led to you guys becoming fitness business owners owning this gym
4: well in my case we started the gym out of a passion for fitness we had been exposed to crossfit through one of my neighbors i was in my late 30s and um our uh, son, uh, Ben, and I uh, joined a local CrossFit gym and just got into it. It was life-changing, it was crazy, it was fun. And um, six months after that, I just started diving into everything I could find about CrossFit, this was like in 2010. And you know, I have had a great uh, engineering career going at the time and um, in my free time decided that that's what I wanted to do was uh, open up a gym. To train family, friends, and a lot of folks in the area, so that's what we started to do. So,
3: okay, <laughs> and so wait, what year was it that you that you opened the facility itself?
4: Twenty eleven. In the twenty eleven, all of twenty eleven.
3: So in twenty ten, you found CrossFit, and then twenty eleven, you were a CrossFit owner. Right. Dang, that happened fast. You must like it a lot, an awful lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. CrossFit future, give us your elevator pitch, tell us who you are, what services you guys provide, paint a picture for our listeners so they really understand the business model here.
4: Okay, well, what we do in Blacklick is we, we serve families, um, you know, CrossFit is our strength and conditioning hub uh, for folks that are exclusively into CrossFit, but then also for folks that are into sports, we want to make them better at their sport. So, whether they're doing gymnastics or basketball on our campus, uh, CrossFit is the hub for their strength and conditioning and development as well. So, really just want to serve the area and provide a reliable destination. When folks come in, they know they get the best quality service they can ask for. So,
3: It's neat that you offer the other things, too, because they kind of all can feed each other, I'm sure, Um, if you have... Athletes training in your CrossFit facility, most of them have kids that probably would want to utilize one of really? those services. So um, kind of works out in your favor that you have a little bit of everything um, under the campus there. So um, within the CrossFit space, you guys offer classes, um, you offer PT, um, some semi-privates, that kind of thing um personal training let's chat about that is that something that you guys offer on the front end or is it more of an on ask as needed kind of basis
4: what we like to do is on the uh, introduction for a, a new member we will do a goal setting review with them so if um, private training is something that is really on their radar, out of the gate. That's something we'll we'll understand a little bit more. Some folks are coming in to just get stronger um, right off the gate without a balanced approach necessarily, like CrossFit provides. Um, a lot of athletes, when they're off-season, they will um, want to improve their strength. So they'll focus on strength for a 12-week program. So it's just, a, just based on what the client wants to take on.
3: Okay. I understand that. Um, So really, you mentioned something there that I like to touch on. uh, I would like to touch on. And you said that everybody who comes in gets a goal setting. I think you said goal setting consultation. I think that's how you worded it. Talk to us about what that looks like, because I think that that can be a very important key um, to get people converted to memberships.
4: Okay. Sure. Well, I think back in the day, like 10 years ago, um, CrossFit was a little bit more raw. So you, if you showed up to CrossFit, you just started CrossFit, you might have a quick introduction to it. But since CrossFit's become a professional sport, um, it's actually helped the general population get exposed to it. Um, so the goals can be parsed down more individually than they probably used to be able to be. So first thing we'll sit down and say is, you know, in the consultation is, you know, you found CrossFit Future for a reason, you dug into us, like what do you want to accomplish here in the first month or two? And basically just walk down through a couple of those. I'd say most of the answers are, I just want to feel good, I want to feel good, I have a tough, stressful job, I want to um, feel good and I want to look good, right? Um, and if, um, we're going through those protocols and folks, um, mentioned things like I have a goal of losing 30 pounds or I have a goal of losing 20 pounds. So there are things that we can introduce nutrition to at that time. Cause we have, um, um, an individual that leads nutrition for us and also leads a lot of our personal training. So that becomes like a one-stop shop where, um, Craig is his name. Craig will own the goal setting session and also the PT session for those clients.
3: Okay, yeah, I think the doing the goal setting consultation it's so smart and for many different reasons. I mean, business wise, it gives us the opportunity to get to know the client, what their goals are, and then we can place them in help place them in the program that's right for them. And a lot of times that is personal training or that is group classes plus nutrition, um, different things like that. So it gives us an opportunity to put them in a program that they're gonna be successful in. And also like, you know, for our clients, it gives that personalization, like right on the front end, um, they're going to be like, wow, this person really cares, um, initially, uh, and that helps with retention. We're taking the time to get to know each person and who they are, what they've tried, what has worked, what hasn't worked and where they want to go. Um, generally they're going to stick with us because they trust us. Um, so it is very, very smart. Um, so I, I mean, we were talking about personal training there, uh, um, but kind of went off rail. How much of your revenue would you say comes from personal training on an average month percentage wise?
4: It's it's probably right now. It's, it's just getting started for us, like in the last 12 to 18 months. So it's probably close to 10%. Mm-hmm.
3: And that's something that you would like to see higher from the sounds of that. Is it right?
4: Yeah. And we want to see it higher because I feel like that's like you had mentioned, that's what the client deserves. I mean, group classes are wonderful. And I feel like group classes will always be 80% of the members there, but I also feel like what we've, we've partnered with a number of um, sports teams over the years. And one in particular, we've got about 35 of their athletes training with us and they're starting to do off season strength training. And that's just something that wasn't really even on our radar um, you know, over the last five or six years. So it's, it's again, finding what people need and then lending your, your talents to serve those clients. So good stuff.
3: Yeah, definitely. So, um, what now we'll talk about the membership side of things, and then I'll have a few more questions, but membership, um, wise, do you have tiered memberships? Are there different options, um, for the group classes or is it just kind of one standard membership for everybody?
4: We have two uh, base group class programs uh, or memberships. There's a three-day membership and then there's a unlimited membership. So I'd say 95% of our clients are in the unlimited and mm-hmm. then the balance are in the three-day. It just gives some clients that are um, stepping into this uh, shortly, or I'm sorry, um, a little bit lower uh, price point to get in, but a lot of folks, when we let them know the options, it's it's only a twenty dollars difference, so they'll just opt in for the unlimited membership.
3: Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's pretty common, I think, for for most places, right? If we're offering a three times or an unlimited, like it just usually makes sense um, for people to go with the unlimited, and then we can kind of use it as like, hey, you know, you're going to reach your goals. Um, quicker coming in you know five times a week versus just three Um, helps with that accountability factor there um so how many members do you guys have in the facility itself uh for crossfit
4: at crossfit we're at about 250
3: okay is that a space is that a spot where you guys feel pretty comfortable or are you looking to hit the gas and and welcome new members to the family
4: well, Zane and I talk about this a lot because Zane leads uh, content creation and promotions um, for the campus. And we, we uh, set a goal a year ago or a focus goal that we were really wanted to take care of our current client base um, as the primary focus, which sounds like remedial, but we feel 250 is a good number. And if we take care of those clients the best we can which a lot of that falls on our coaching staff and Zane, you um, know, to feature the clients and take care of the clients, um, but also on the operations side to make sure we're taking care of them. Uh, we feel the growth will primarily come through personal training, and then also additional sports teams like the gymnastics, basketball. Um, so yeah, I mean, I feel like 250 for where we're at is a good number. We're not really chasing a 400 number. Mm-hmm. Um, which i'd say five years ago we in the back of our head we were i mean but that was just because we weren't as experienced you know with what we with with what we were doing so
3: Mm -hmm. yeah growth doesn't always have to mean like hey let's get 100 more members or 200 more members like we can grow with what we have by taking Mm -hmm. care of our current members and um we can scale and grow within so um Talk to me a little bit. What have you guys done to find your clients? You know, you, you have 250. So walk me through that growth process. How did you get there? Where were you finding new members?
4: Well, if you go all the way back to 2011, we uh, used the uh, cuss word of Groupon uh, <laughs> when we were just starting out. Um, back then that was like found upon in the CrossFit world. We never really had a problem with Groupon at all. And I'd say there's still probably twenty or thirty members that have been there the whole time that came in on a Groupon. Um, <clears throat> after that, it's just um, typically like any entrepreneurial business. I feel like the word of mouth is your number one um, referral. Um, so you know, you get you serve a, a client, they love the place, they talk about it all the time, uh, and then all their friends and family become interested. I'd say those are the number one and number two, and then I don't know about eighteen months ago. I'd say what Zane's brought to the, to the campus just through his um, content creation and social media, we definitely have a presence out there now that we never had before um, that features our clients. Um, so they, other people see like-minded people doing things um, in the gym like they've never seen before for us. So we get a lot of leads that way. Mm-hmm. And we just got done running our, um, our biggest um, event of the year, which we've done this for 10 years now called Fall Jam. So uh, we had 217 athletes competing in that from across the city. Um, So that gets a lot of buzz um, and people know, you know, where future's at um, because of that event. So I'd say those are the four areas, you know, over the years that have really helped us get our name out there. Um, Yeah.
3: Okay. So it sounds like a lot of like, organic stuff like um, networking with the community, with your current clients, having some awesome presence on digital media. And I mean, that's huge, especially we're in 2022 now. So um, the fact that uh, Zane, you put a lot of time into the content creation piece, so valuable. Um, I know like for myself as a consumer, before I go anywhere... I Google it. And then after I Google it, I Instagram it. And then after I Instagram, it, I Facebook it and like make sure that it's like the place that I want to go to. And I feel like so many people like do the same thing, especially like Gen Z millennials. Like that's what they're doing before they go to places. So it's great that, you know, you recognize that that there is value in that. Uh, how many leads would you guys say that you bring in from the, the social media side of things like on an average month?
4: I don't know if we can quantify that as much on the CrossFit side. I mean, on the the gymnastics side and the basketball side, we can a lot more because um, we've got a links box on there that gets a lot more traffic. I think CrossFit, they actually just call in. Whereas the other two disciplines, I'd say most of the time they're, they're sending a lead in via the website or something like that. So yeah, it's, I'd say, it's hard to quantify, but we definitely hear that we have a presence out there from folks um, all the time, and that definitely leads to it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I think um, like you said, it is hard to quantify when like we're talking organic leads from Instagram. Um, there's really no way of knowing that it might have been your post that somebody saw that sparked their interest to Google you and call you. Um, it is it is a little bit harder to quantify. Um, but want to make sure we have time to touch on a few other things. So next question I have for you is like business wise, what would you guys consider to be your biggest business related bottleneck that you're facing right now? And what are you guys working to do to kind of overcome that?
4: Okay, so bottleneck I would, I would definitely say is space. Um, Right now, we have one, two, three, four address fronts for the for the three gyms that we have. Two, CrossFit has two addresses that are co-joined. <clears throat> Basketball has one, and then gymnastics has one. They're all on the same campus. They're all either next door to each other or within 100 yards of each other. Um, and we're currently looking at a, a, what would that be, a fifth address? Um yeah that we're looking to have ready by the end of the year. Um, That's the biggest bottleneck I would say is just planning for the growth on the campus. You know, with currently over a thousand families Mm -hmm. training amongst the three gyms, it's um, staying ahead of that space and then um, potentially buying either the current space or buying our own space. Those are, I'd say our two biggest bottlenecks.
3: Yeah. And um, that's hard because that's not something that you can really like implement anything to work on overcoming. Just the timing has to be right on this on the space. Um, so. Let's talk about the idea of like growth within, right? You guys are pretty much capped out in terms of families at the CrossFit facility. You can't really take on any more there. Have you guys thought of ways that you can grow internally and that's not gonna cost you time, uh, will cost you like space?
4: Yeah, I mean, we definitely can grow internally with, we don't have classes. We have um, eight classes or nine classes a day, depending on the day. So there's different time slots that are still open, which I I call it the white space plan. Like so, you know, we have a five and a six, but there's nothing between seven and nine. Then there's nothing between ten and noon, and then there's nothing between one and three thirty. So those that right there provides, you know, if those were you know sessions that we could open, um, that provides instant um, expansion potential. It's just <clears throat> what demand is there for each one of those time slots. So, I mean, right now we're, we're working with almost 11 years of experience. So we feel like those hours are the prime hours. And you can tell by the attendance that that's accurate. Um, but those, those are ways that we can grow um, if we find the right client um, group that would train at 1 p.m. Which those they're out there, but you just don't want to open a class at one and, and it stays at one person for like six months. That wouldn't be fun for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We <no. Yeah. laughs>
3: don't always have to add more classes, and I think that, like, as a business owner, especially one that is involved in the day to day, like, you're going to know when it's time for you to start another class. Um, we we tried doing at 3 p.m. and it was super popular. Um, For like three months and then we would start to, we started to see that we would either have one person or we would have 15 in the class and there was like really no in between. So we nixed it, we got rid of it because it just like wasn't worth it for us but I think you guys will know like when it's time to try something like that. Um, You also mentioned earlier on that you guys offer nutrition. Is that something that you feel you guys could grow even more um, to help kind of grow the business from the inside out?
4: Yeah. Yeah. So we've got um, the gentleman, Craig, I mentioned earlier, he's, he leads the goal setting and the onboarding. Mm -hmm. So there's some analogies out there, you know, with, um, you know, like two brain business put together a nice set of books on this and some things that we've. Taking some information from, but basically, um, when the customer comes in, you're writing them a fitness prescription, which would, which may or may not include nutrition. So definitely feel like the personal training and the nutrition piece, as well as like regular goal setting. Um, Check in points are things that we've built for Craig to help the client experience, you know, if they're not necessarily totally on board with group classes as their sole fitness approach. So yeah, for sure, nutrition and PTs.
3: Yeah, I like the idea there of kind of like creating this prescription. Um, I hadn't really heard of it uh, used as that analogy, but I like it. Um, and the, the the one of the smartest things that we can do, and we've already talked about it, is just utilize that goal setting consultation to give our clients what they need what they deserve but also smart for our business if we're not doing a goal setting consultation we're missing out on opportunities to grow our business um so final kind of like more loaded question it might have a long response and that's okay um where do you go from here what you know what do the goals look like if I could hand you a magic wand all your dreams all your goals for CrossFit future had come true what would that picture look like for you guys
4: well, i would say it would be to continue to impact families in the area where the whole family is training on the campus so you know the daughter might be at gymnastics the son might be at basketball and mom and dad are training at crossfit
5: cool. feel like we're
4: starting to see a big push there you know it might only be maybe 15 families now that are that are at all three or three gyms um, but you can definitely see that families are trusting in what's going on there. So uh, we're signing up more and more families. Instead of it being one person coming in, um, they're bringing their whole family in. Like uh, a couple of weeks ago, a mom took on the PT class, signed up two kids for basketball. The daughter was already enrolled in gymnastics, and then the husband, who's relocating here, is signing up for CrossFit in January. So now you've got a family. The whole entire family training there <clears throat> which was really sort of the goal of the whole thing even when it was just crossfit um that to me is the, the really the goal of the see families training together is that one person just coming in there you know
3: yeah so right now you have crossfit you have the gymnastics you have the basketball is there thought for any added services here or you know any other ideas of what might come next
4: yeah for sure um there's a gigantic master plan but the cliff's notes of it is that we want to touch on all the all the major sports that um families revolve around right sports that i might not even have an affinity for like the ones that we currently have we're all sports my family did like our daughter was a gymnast that's why we opened gymnastics my son and i did crossfit together when he was nine and now he's 22 that's why we did crossfit Uh, our youngest son played hoops that's why we have basketball so i'm tapped out that's my whole family (laughs) so now it's um more about we have we have a large um we have about 90 acres of property that we're sitting on that's all vacant so uh, we have a master plan to go into those other sports, um, and partner up with some folks that want to become a part of future. Um, cause every gym we've opened this far, thus far has been green field zero members start and go. So, um, I'm sort of tapped out on that. <laughs> so we want to partner up with, um, like a great soccer club that wants to work with future. You know, we partnered up with a, a swim team, uh, this is our third year with them. So we've they've got over 100 uh, members on their swim team and 35 plus are training at CrossFit with us now. So just build on that great partnerships, you know, um, and take care of the families in the area.
3: Yeah, that's awesome. Kind of um, this like all encompassing sort of facility. And I don't know about you guys, but like where I'm from. It's not really unheard. I mean, that's very unheard of. I have to drive 35 minutes here, 35 minutes there, and then back around and it's just like constant driving. So if it's a one-stop shop for everybody in my family, that sounds way better. Why wouldn't you not train at this facility? Um, What is something that you wish that somebody had told you before you went ahead and opened CrossFit Future um, back in 2011?
4: That's wow, <laughs> I don't know. I had some good mentors um, that are uh, one of one of whom is still running a gym in the area. So I feel like um, I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not wishing someone would have told me some. I I'm lucky I found the right mentors. I guess um, I knew it was going to be a long uh, hard road to get him going, um, but that's okay. That's what it's all about. Yeah, so. And I would just say, you know, find a mentor, you know, before you go in, you know, and and then the rest you do have to figure out on your own, you know. So you're not gonna, even if the perfect script's written, it's not gonna go that way. <laughs> so and that's okay. That's how you got you got to learn. So.
3: Yep, a good kind of um, way to send things off here now. Since Zane, you spend a lot of time. You know, with the social media, I want to give you a chance to shout out the social media page for CrossFit Future so that our listeners can go check it out.
0: Everything is CrossFit Future BTY. That's on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok as well. Uh, So everything is CrossFit Future BTY and the BTY stands for better than yesterday.
3: Perfect. Thank you for sharing. I'm excited to follow along, check out the content and watch as you guys grow and expand. Um, Thank you both for your time today, for being here, for sharing your insight on the industry. Listeners, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, please hit like and subscribe. And if you want to join us for an episode here at the Jim Lords podcast, fill out the link in the description. Our team will be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Jim Lords out.
0: Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up, right after this word from one of our sponsors.
1: What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez, and joining us on the show today is a very special guest. It is the one and only Paul with Boxing Glasgow out of UK. Paul, what is going on, man? Happy Tuesday! How are you feeling today?
5: I'm good, JJ. I'm good. How's it going with you? You all well? Always good. Every day is a good day over
1: here, Paul. I'll tell you that. Nice. <laughs> so. Nice. Look, we're excited to have you on, and we're about ready to dive into the nitty-gritty here, of what you have going on with Boxing Glasgow. But first, let's take a step back and give the viewers some perspective. So if you can, in your own words, Paul, how would you describe Boxing Glasgow and what you guys do?
5: Boxing Glasgow is uh, boxing-based fitness. Uh, we have personal trainers that do weights, you know, cardio, some, you know, my dominant thing was boxing boxing was always kind of my basis I think we've kind of been lacking over here for really cool boxing gyms uh, you guys have got really cool boxing gyms over there there's a few kind of franchises out there uh, that are just huge we still have a mentality of the old schools, sweating you know spitting sawdust, sweaty boxing gyms so I want to make something a little bit different a little bit uh, a wee bit more high end and but still have really good boxing coaching that was kind of where i wanted to to come from
4: yeah
1: yeah and i appreciate the explanation there i think it definitely helps the viewers understand who you are and what, who we're speaking to and so um, let's start with the basics you know how many members are you serving currently paul
5: the members now we've are a small boutique gym so we've got like 80 members at the minute.
1: All right. And yeah, 80 members here. And for you, Paul, I know being a boxing studio, is a little different than a lot of other gyms, traditional gyms and other personal training studios here. But what's been the best method to get new people interested and through the door?
5: Instagram posts, social media posts, uh, just often that bit different, like a different environment, like a different kind of ethos. Uh, Than usual boxing gyms and usual like I didn't want to be another uh, faceless corporate gym. I wanted to be more personal. Uh, yeah. Like I, I know, like everybody that comes through the door, I know their name. I know what classes they're doing. I know what what they do. like. They like a bottle of water, or like a you know energy drink, or a, you know whatever they want to do. I, like it's more personal. That's yeah. I think the the time the time of Uh, gyms with rows and rows of treadmills and cross trainers are gone like nobody really wants to do that anymore they want something different they can go and you know they just people don't want that anymore they want something different, something personal And uh, in my opinion that's what I think I think they want something they don't want to do these big faceless corporate you know, nobody remembers your name. You just swipe a card, and then you go, and nobody speaks to you, and nobody talks to you. Especially now, with especially after the pandemic and COVID, everybody working from home. Uh, I think going out and you know, you know, involving yourself in the society and and you know, getting involved in people in gym, speaking to people again, like is important. I like people coming in at the gym and going, "Hi, how you doing? Oh, how you doing? How you doing, JJ? Oh, you went. Oh, you doing this class today. Oh, you did do this one last week." Like more rather than just swipe a card or put a code in, and you don't speak to anyone. So yeah. I think that's that's what I wanted, and I wanted something a bit more personal. You yeah. know, personal. Building that, that culture. Yeah,
1: yeah. Building a community. Yeah. I love that. I think that's so important. I think when you can can create such an environment. I think it's pretty easy to get those referrals and pretty easy to get people to know who you are and talk well about you guys, right? Cause you're good at what you do. You Give them a beautiful experience and they get to know you as a person besides just yeah. being a gym owner. I think that's amazing. Yeah. And, um, you know, I know you said you're at uh, about 80 members right here, Paul, right? So let's say this, let's say leads, traffics, clients, all these things were hypothetically unlimited. I mean, how much higher could you go from where you're at now?
5: Um, there's been talk of uh, opening up in other cities. Uh, I've actually got uh, friends in in the states, and maybe moving to the states and bringing a gym to the states. At one point, uh, so there is. My idea would be to grow it uh, to other other cities and, and and open more than this one. So when this yeah. one's up, and you know, Phil, you know, we'll, we've only just opened in properly February this month, uh, this year. So my plan would be to open a few more.
1: Yeah. That's uh,
5: that's, great. that's what I would like. That's what I would like to be. We have a, we have a, a kind of, I started a charity while I was uh, at the mm. same time as opening a gym. So my charity is called uh, In Your Corner. Uh, and we teach, uh, we, get, we do some Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in the gym. We do some, obviously do boxing. Uh, but we teach self-defense techniques to domestic abuse victims. So I work with like, uh, it's called Women's Aid here, but I think it'd be like like women's shelters or over in the mm-hmm. States. Is like. Uh, so we work with uh, domestic abuse charities uh, and we teach them for free. So they come in and they train, women train for free and they take boxing classes for free and jujitsu classes for free and the charity picks the bill up. Uh, we also work with kids who have been really badly bullied or kids with wow. autism uh, uh, wow. and kids that are suffering from PTSD. So we, we those kids come from those kind of backgrounds. They train for free in the gym. Like I said, I said, the time when I sat, like most usually a Saturday morning, and I'll teach a lot of kids with autism and kids that have been really badly bullied and build their self-confidence up and try and improve them. So I think the mixture of, the gym and the charity together kind of work hand in hand and it's said that we do have a different kind of outlook to compared to a few other places.
1: I love that. I love that. I think that's awesome. I, I, I appreciate you sharing us, sharing with us that you, you have that charity and whatnot. So I think at the end of the podcast we'll definitely have you shout that out just looking to be more aware. of well, you so find much. that.
5: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And
1: um, so I want to ask a little bit of, of a longer-winded question but correlated with everything we've been talking about here. And, uh, you know, if you need me to repeat anything, by all means, just let me know here. But, you know, what we've been discussing the entire podcast and what we we use most prominently in the fitness and gym, world, they are going to be three pillars of business, okay? It's going to be number one, your lead generation, right? Getting people through the door. Number two, your acquisition, which is just your sales, getting somebody from an interested client to a paying client. And then number three being your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer getting them to buy more from you in that process so of those three Paul where do you feel like you could improve the most
5: I think uh, is not so bad with retention retention were pretty good people that come in we've got a really nice community that come in and train every week so I think more people coming through the door would be good for us I think that would be nice for me uh, we're a we're, uh, a new gym where it's a new, it's a new business for everybody so I think I'm learning as I go I'm making a few mistakes as I go that's what happens but you know we're getting there and moving forward so yeah more people through the door would be good for me and uh, the people we have love it you know they, they, they come they never miss a day they're here all the time they book weeks in advance for their same classes boxing classes or jiu-jitsu classes or you know, hit classes or whatever we want to do, they they're in here. We do box and burn stuff. And yeah, the 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 retention of people is good. I think I just need some more. I would like to get some more people coming through the door. That yeah. would be good for me.
1: Yeah, and I appreciate the honesty and transparency there, Paul. I think uh when you can put success to the side like you did here and still admit that that you can improve in certain places, I think that's a big eye opener for viewers because you know, I mean, you get to a mark where you're at, you know, 80 or or so clients or even people think like, wow, there's, there's more that you can do. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, there is, you know, and um, I, I appreciate you sharing that with us. And so I've got one more question for you. My favorite question of the day. And, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty simple. If you could go back in time here, Paul, to when you first started the gym and sit yourself down with the knowledge you have now and experience. And give yourself that one piece of advice you think you really needed to hear when you first started the gym. What would that advice be for you?
5: Hmm. That's been a few things. That could be a couple of things. Uh, be careful who you... I think I learned from a few mistakes by trusting the wrong people and letting people in. And uh, I think that was probably my biggest thing. Like not everybody that's at your table is there to support you. You know, that's a big thing. A lot of people are jealous that you're in a position that they're not. So yeah, those things that can be tough. You know, you have to be a bit more. I'd look back and say, be careful who are, who let Uh And now that I've got a really good team round about me, it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier having a nicer team round about you who support you and you know that are behind you. Whereas at the start, you sometimes you don't. You find people out you're not always going to have people that are going to support you the whole time so yeah be careful who you bring in for, my, for me anyway would be my biggest that
1: was a yeah. mic drop of an answer there Paul I'll tell you that it's a good place yeah. to wrap things up on this episode but before we sign out I mean please let people know where they can find out more about the charity and the facility men anything you have
5: yeah BXNG Glasgow is in, uh, in Mogai area of Glasgow uh, which is in north of the city we're a uh, you know, new news gym, uh, boutique boxing based fitness, uh, and the charity is called In Your Corner SCIO. It's a registered charity with the Scottish government. Uh, so we support Women's Aid. We, we teach kids that have been really badly bullied, PTSD, autistic kids, we get kids with ADHD who self harm. Uh, and boxing is an amazing outlet for those kids and it's amazing to see women coming in from who have been had trauma and had you know domestic abuse who are now becoming stronger and building their self-confidence up after you know whatever's been happened in the past so yeah we're gonna be a bit different from other boxing gyms we're trying we're getting there so come and have a look and put the gloves on
1: there we go we absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast, Paul. And I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. If you don't mind sticking around for two more seconds, I just want to let you know how you can get the podcast. I'd really appreciate it. I'm just going to go ahead and sign everybody else out over here. Okay.
5: Nice work. Yep.
1: And to everybody else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in, join us, talk about your fitness business, click, link in the description, fill it out. And our team will be in touch with you very, very soon.